टेक्स्ट नंबर यदादित्य गेजो जगद्भासयते खिलम यद्रमसी यौ तत्जो विधि द स्प्लेंडर ऑफ द सन विच डिसिपेट्स द डार्कनेस ऑफ दिस होल वर्ल्ड कम्स फ्रॉम मी एंड द स्प्लेंडर ऑफ द मून एंड द स्प्लेंडर ऑफ फायर आर ऑल्सो फ्रॉम मी टेक्स्ट नंबर थर्टीन गामाश्य भूतानी धारयाम्यहमोजसा उष्णामी चौषधि सर्वा सोमो भूतवारसात्मक I enter into each planet and by my energy they stay in orbit. I become the moon and thereby supply the juice of life to all vegetables. Aham vaishva naro bhutva prani nam deham ashritaha prana pana samayuktaha pachami annam chatur vidham. I am the fire of digestion in every living body and I am the air of life outgoing and incoming by which I digest the four kinds of food stuff So here in this chapter Lord Krishna is explaining how to establish yoga that is connection with the supreme personality of godhead so krishna has explained here so far as we saw in the previous session a person who is not established in yoga in self realization who take to such practices only for some material benefits they cannot understand the presence of consciousness within the body such persons live in bodily concept of life so many many people we see they are religious they visit temples but they visit temple not for self realization but to fulfill some material desires there are some yogis who take to yoga practice for reduction of belly fat or for maintaining physical fitness similarly some people take to the process of gyan but again not for self realization for mundane speculation so for such people it is not possible to understand the science of consciousness and here now krishna is explaining about supreme consciousness so there are two kinds of consciousness which exist in this world individual consciousness and supreme consciousness so both things krishna will elaborately explain in the next session we will see and here so far krishna has explained the knowledge about the infinitesimal soul which is changing body life after life just like the air carries aroma similarly the living entity carries the consciousness of the previous life and just by understanding the activities of a person we can understand what were his activities or her activities in the previous body now krishna is giving knowledge about the supreme consciousness yad aditya gatam tejo jagat bhasayate khilam yat chandramasi yat chagnau tat tejo vidhi mamakam this is the beginning of krishna consciousness shila prabhupada explains the unintelligent cannot understand how things are taking place the beginning of knowledge can be established by understanding what the lord explains here <clears throat> so this is the beginning of knowledge what krishna is explaining here everyone sees the sun moon fire and electricity one should simply try to understand that the splendor of the sun 
the splendor of the moon and the splendor of electricity or fire are coming from the supreme personality of godhead in such a conception of life the beginning of krishna consciousness lies a great deal of advancement for the conditioned soul in this material world the living entities are essentially the parts and parcels of the supreme lord and he is here with he is giving here with the hint how they can come back to godhead back to home from this verse we can understand that the sun is illuminating the whole solar system there are different universes and solar systems and there are different suns moons and planets also sunlight is due to the spiritual effulgence in the spiritual sky of the supreme lord with the rise of the sun the activities of human beings are set up they set fire to prepare their food stuff they set fire to start the factories etc so many things are done with the help of fire therefore sunrise fire and moonlight are so pleasing to the living entities so even if we are not able to understand who is the supreme lord but it is possible to understand there is a supreme lord who is the source behind all the manifestation just like a child understands my food is being supplied by the parents my clothes dress is being supplied by the parents the house in which i am living is maintained by the parents in a similar fashion the planet on which we are living the universe which sustains us the air which we breathe here krishna is telling i am behind everything so somebody is there who is maintaining this entire system so simply by seeing the light which is coming out of sun a person can understand krishna is telling yad aditya gato tejam i am the splendor of the sun it is because of me similarly the splendor of moon comes because of krishna and the splendor of fire also and then in the next verse krishna is explaining i am the air within the body also there are 10 kinds of airs within the body there are five gross airs the air of inhalation and exhalation the air which is responsible for various movements within the body there is called naga air by which we are able to open our eyes open our mouth so these are subtle airs five are gross airs and five are subtle airs just like uh the electricity is subtle form of fire that is also fire in a similar fashion there are subtle forms of air and these subtle form of airs perform various functions like opening and closing of eyelids or mouth and other holes of the body it all happens because of the control of air similarly when we yawn at times that is another kind of air another kind of air is responsible for the digestion of the proper food stuff similarly there is air within the belly that is called vaishvanara krishna is telling i am that fire unless there is fire within the belly we will not be able to digest the food stuff it will not be absorbed by the body neither we will feel hunger and will be able to sustain our lives so in this way krishna is telling that i am responsible for your complete subsistence and maintenance so sometimes when we are in difficulty as one devotee was sharing his brother was worshiping lord very nicely but he was not able to clear some competitive exams and then he became atheist thereafter and why because he failed just because of one or two marks so he told i am worshiping so much krishna cannot increase one or two marks or whatever god he was worshiping 
conception of God, but he became atheist to all those conceptions. So I was such a devote worshipper. I was visiting temple, doing everything, but these two masks Krishna could not increase. So I don't want to believe. I will not worship God anymore. So all the good things that are happening to us, we think it is because of my efforts. But anything bad happens in our life, then we are very quick to blame God, that God is not doing it. So we don't understand God is doing everything for us. We are able to breathe because of God. We are able to sustain our life because of God. All the organs are functioning properly because of God. Without sun, without fire, life cannot be maintained. That is because of God. Similarly, moonlight also. So if anybody is from the research field, this is very important verse. Krishna is telling this moonlight is responsible for the growth of vegetables and giving taste to vegetables. So this is something which we have not read in our scientific literatures. We understand photosynthesis. But here Krishna is telling, Yat Chandramasi, Yat Chag. Now I am the splendor of the moon. And then Krishna explains, as we saw in the next verse, because of this, the vegetables become succulent and they grow. So uh, you can do some research and people are finding out that lunar cycle is also greatly responsible for the growth of the plants. When there is no moon, in the dark night you plant some seeds, then uh, the seeds, the roots, they will not grow up properly. On the other hand, when the moon is properly there in the night, sufficient moonlight is there, then you can have very nice vegetation. Although they are not able to establish the scientific basis of it, they are coming up with some concepts. They tell just like there are high tides because of the influence of moon's gravity. In a similar fashion, the moon pulls up the water and thus there is more moisture. So growth is more something they are trying to calculate. But here Krishna is telling uh, the science uh, which we are just beginning to explore. So now there are proper lun lunar calendars and basis that people are doing vegetation. And although there is no scientific evidence for it, because people uh, have not been able to do research, many things are beyond the purview of the material sciences. But nevertheless, people are seeing the results. So many, many people follow the lunar cycle for proper vegetation. So Krishna is telling here. So that's like this. There are many, many facts in the Vedic literatures. If anyone wants to do research, then we can do very nice research over here. So the taste in the vegetables, the growth, that is also because of Krishna. So everything is happening. We are completely, the planets are floating in there. This is also because of arrangement of Krishna. So many planes are there. They are floating in there at proper time. They land proper time. They take off. There is proper control. In a similar fashion, the planets are moving. The satellite needs proper control. Their rocket thrusters, it is moving out of the orbit. It is placed in the proper orbit. How the planets are going on their orbit without any deviation? So there is very nice control, very strict control. And Krishna tells, I enter into each planet and by my energy, they stay in orbit. I become the moon and thereby supply the juice of life to all vegetables. So Krishna is sustaining our planet. Krishna is sustaining our life. But unfortunately, when Krishna is not able to supply, he is able to supply, but for some reason, and the reason is our own karma and lack of dependence upon Krishna. So we don't want to surrender to Krishna and we don't have proper karma also. And a person who is criminal, he is blaming the government for his imprisonment. So this is not proper logic. In a similar fashion, when the living entities 
they have any kind of troubles in their life, they think, oh, it is happening because of Krishna. But there's not proper logic. So we should, each and every step, we should be grateful to God. God is responsible for our breathing, eating, sleeping, mating, and all the proper facilities and comforts of life. So why this people are not able to understand? This very simple logic that everything is given by God. And some things which are not being supplied, for this I should blame God and that is because of my wrongdoing. God is telling I am equal to all. If I have broken some laws of nature, I am bound to suffer. People are not able to understand. So why? What is the reason behind this? So this Lord Krishna explains in the next verse, which is a very, very important verse. Here Lord Krishna is telling, Sarvasya chaham ridhi sannivishto matta smritir jnanam apohanam cha vedaischa sarvair aham eva vedyo vedantakrit veda videva chaham I am seated in everyone's heart and from me come remembrance, knowledge and forgetfulness. By all the Vedas am I to be known. Indeed, I am the compiler of Vedanta and I am the knower of the Vedas. So Lord Krishna is telling Saravasya Chaham Ridhisannivishto. So people are eager to find God, but God is sitting right here. Ridhisannivishto, in the heart God is living. So that personality who is very difficult to understand, his activities are so wonderful, he can create millions and trillions of universes whom people are not able to see easily. Very rarely they are able to talk to the souls in the conditioned world. That original personality of Godhead is living in the heart of every conditioned soul. And he's telling, Matta smritir jnanam apohanam cha. From me come remembrance, knowledge and forgetfulness. So some people ask that Krishna is telling here, Bahunam janmanam ante jnanvanmam prabhadyante. After many, many births, a jnani comes to me. So how is it possible that a person will be able to conduct research for many lives because he will forget whatever he has realized in previous life. So why Krishna is telling Bahunam Janmanamante, what is the meaning of many, many births? So the meaning is if a person has conducted research till certain point in the next life, Krishna will give remembrance again. So Krishna is seated in the heart just to fulfill the desires of the living entity to have a life of enjoyment in forgetfulness of God. When a living entity develops enviousness because of God, I don't want to serve you. I want to become master. Then he is made forgetful of Krishna's position. Okay, nobody is supreme. You go there and you become supreme. And if the living entity has uh, whatever desires of enjoyment to become supreme, he is guided properly from the heart. So Krishna is seated in the heart and is properly watching. Ekoyo bahunam vidhati kaman, whatever kama, lusty desires we have of independent enjoyment, Krishna is noticing. And uh, as people say, the universe follows your wishes. That is fact. Krishna has designed this universe in a manner so that all our childish desires can be fulfilled. It is childish because even if those desires are fulfilled, living entity is never satisfied. So it is childish. But Krishna is so kind, he wants to fulfill all our desires so that we realize I will not be satisfied without serving Krishna. So in the next life, if a person is yogi, he wants to understand God, Krishna gives remembrance from the heart, Smriti. That in previous life you did this much research, that conception he will develop very easily. As soon as he sees sun, he will be able to understand oh, who has created the sun, source of unlimited light, regulated light. 
and they are telling it is simply fuel there and this uh, burning of fuel is uh, especially they tell it is a fusion reaction happening over there and fusion is uncontrollable reaction fusion can be controlled fusion is even much more difficult to control fusion bombs are very difficult to make uh, fusion cannot be obtained very successfully in a nuclear reactor very advanced technology is required it will simply explode so such fusion reaction is happening in sun in a very controlled way if the reaction increases sun emits more light earth will be burnt in no time and if the reaction rate reduces sun would become cold and then earth again will not be able to sustain life so who is able to maintain this constant ignition of sun and constant rate of light is being emitted so there is some control upon this reaction whatever they tell is happening there so one person should wonder why who is able to uh so like some devotee asked in the morning so prabhu how do we understand that uh, the hari krishna movement has many devotees with scientific background and temperament how they are able to sustain in spiritual life does this scientific temperament not hinder following the path of the vedas but actually if we read vedas properly the vedas are the most scientific understanding for the human mind there is nothing more logical as we have been discussing in bhagavad gita than the principles mentioned here so thus a person with scientific temperament will immediately question oh yes who is maintaining this whatever fusion reaction they tell in the sun at a constant rate somebody is there who is doing it as soon as you see tube light you understand oh this light is coming from somewhere electricity is coming from somewhere in a similar fashion they don't understand from where it is coming but somebody is responsible the supreme creator is responsible in this way they become conscious of the supreme creator and the more we become conscious of the supreme creator the more the living entity becomes happy that is our nature and the more we become forgetful of god the more we get attracted by material desires and the nature of material desires we have discussed umpteen times it is addiction and it always pushes a living entity for greater and greater activities for increased satisfaction but what we get is more dissatisfaction so this happens because there is no remembrance of god when a person is able to have constant remembrance of god then he is completely satisfied and material demands don't disturb him but unfortunately this is today's education system that there is no god this life is all in all so increase your sense gratification enjoying the senses is the aim of life don't worry about god so actually it is a it is a very wrong culture so when a person is having such material desires then lord krishna is seated in the heart he very mercifully in the next life gives reeling entity the recollection that this was your desire you wanted to eat meat but your body was not suitable now you can eat meat i have given you suitable tiger body now you can have unlimited flesh if a person wanted to have a certain kind of uh, sleeping habits then krishna will remind now you sleep very nicely so whatever remembrance we are getting that remembrance is from krishna so some people tell you should follow the calling of your heart no sir that calling can be dangerous because unless a living entity is very sincere seeker of absolute truth krishna will give remembrance to fulfill his material ambitions from previous life thus one should not listen it is foolishness one should not listen to the voice of the heart unless it is telling with the vedas 
so so called intuition the inner calling the voice the passion that living entities tell it is all coming from krishna matta smritir gyanam apohanam cha so remembrance is given by krishna knowledge is also given by krishna and forgetfulness is also given by krishna so if the living entity wants to have knowledge krishna is seated in the heart he will give knowledge and if a living entity wants to forget god he will give such logics that he will become more and more forgetful of god so all these people also if we are not in touch with proper acharya we will find great logics in the statements of atheists also and they may disturb our faith so krishna has given them such forgetfulness of god that they are able to put forth such nice logics about atheism this forgetfulness is also coming from god the forgetfulness of previous lives activities this is also because of god because we don't want to have gyan we don't want to understand i am different from body i want to have sense enjoyment for this forgetfulness is very important otherwise living entity will not be able to tolerate if we remember oh we were devatas in previous life and so much pleasure was there and now my life is i have become a dog so a person will not be able to tolerate such a life so thus krishna mercifully makes a living entity forgetful so thus it all depends upon how much helplessly we are not just in the matter of breathing eating sleeping but also in the matter of the very fine activities of intelligence remembrance forgetfulness and getting knowledge we are dependent on krishna vedaish cha sarvair aham eva vedyo so krishna tells from all the vedas i am to be known vedant krit ved vid eva chaham vedant krit i am the creator of the vedanta in the form of vedavyas who is an incarnation of krishna krishna gave the summary conclusion of all the vedas the vedas also give various knowledge to fulfill the material desires generally because people have those desires but vedanta tells what is the purpose of all this knowledge of the vedas and vedanta takes a living entity towards self realization so all the vedas ultimately they point towards me and that is why i have created vedanta vedantkrit so thus vedant philosophy is being recommended by krishna so some people tell why you are just asking about vedas there are vedanta philosophy there are so many philosophies you read karma mimamsa you read charvak you see read xyz but that is not approved by krishna the supreme personality krishna is telling vedanta you follow the vedanta philosophy you don't get lost in so much of knowledge which is mentioned in the vedas because ultimate purpose is knowing me and that is covered in vedanta ved ved eva chaham and i am the perfect knower of the vedas also so if you have to know the vedas you have to get knowledge which comes in the displic succession coming from krishna because ved ved eva chaham i am the perfect knower of the vedas so krishna passes knowledge to his disciple his disciple disciples in this way the knowledge comes down to us so great knowledge has been given to us ultimately from all the vedas krishna is to be known and that can be known by the vedanta philosophy and bhagavatam is the commentary on vedanta bhashyam brahma sutra nam vedanta sutra is also called brahma sutra and krishna is a perfect knower of this philosophy so that is why any person who understands krishna he has finished all the education there is no need of understanding various uh, languages various uh, subjects of arts humanities commerce or technology all the subject matters are there to take us to knowledge of krishna 
only when a living entity is able to have proper remembrance of krishna he becomes completely satisfied and aloof from all the problems of this world this is a great science which people do not know the solution of all the problems of life is constant absorption in the thoughts of krishna thus this is the purpose of all the vedic knowledge but how to come out of this trap when god is there from the heart and he is giving me remembrance to fulfill the material desires then what is the hope nobody can surpass god and if god makes me forgetful then i'll be forgetful yes this is a fact that is why uh, it is very important to have the right desires all the remembrance knowledge and forgetfulness comes because of the desires that we have in our heart if we desire material enjoyment then krishna will give spiritual forgetfulness because if a person is on the platform of realization chanakya pandit says a person who is in knowledge where is the question of sense enjoyment for him and a person who is a sense enjoyer where is the question of knowledge for him so if you are after material enjoyment happiness name fame riches then it is impossible to understand spiritual life and if you have understood spiritual life it is impossible to get attracted by these mundane enjoyments so we have to have just sincere desire and then krishna will guide very nicely and how to have the sincere desire that is why it is told association is very important all our desires are simply the result of association so in human form of life we have little freedom that is why it is told you choose your association wisely if we see people around us drinking that is why young people uh, so it was a survey done that uh, in iit what people are trying which subject people are learning very fast and they understood the subject of intoxication <laughs> as soon as they come this is a subject in which many people become expert so because they see all around them people are doing this thing so they also start doing it if around them we see some other activity happening in uh, india people see oh, everybody is playing cricket so they start playing cricket there is a culture in india or in pakistan somebody is born he will see oh everybody is chanting the names of allah they will also chant the names of allah in some other culture so everything depends upon association that is why it is told it is better to burn yourself within a cage surrounded by fire than living in the association of materialists because in the association of materialists he will contaminate us with perverted material desires and then uh, the chance we got in human form of life will be lost so somehow or the other we should come in the association of devotees and perform sincere devotional service in kali yuga the forgetfulness is very great thus uh, if you want to even read the vedas very nicely that process also will not be very effective because what we read yesterday we forget today so how we can arrive at a proper conclusion thus if we want to use our intelligence to come to a proper conclusion that is not going to work because we keep on forgetting things only the things we are currently exposed to stays in our memory that is why prabhupatals how it will work the process of jnana also will not work the process of yoga uh, ashtanga yoga also will not work in kali yoga so the only hope for the people is sincere devotional service because krishna is giving all the knowledge krishna tells in bhagavad gita we saw in the 10th chapter tesham satat yuktanam bhajatam priti purvakam dadami buddhi yogam tam yena mam upyantite satat yuktanam if a person is constantly engaged in devotional service dadami buddhi yogam i give buddhi yoga the intelligence by which yoga can happen he can come to me <clears throat> 
So some or the other, if we are able to engage ourselves very sincerely in the service of Krishna, then Krishna reveals the knowledge from the heart. So then very easily we will be able to understand logically how Krishna is the creator. All this understanding will be possible only when Krishna seated in the heart is pleased with our activities. Thus it is told when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was debating with Prakashan and Saraswati. Prakashan and Saraswati was the leader of impersonalists followers of Sripa Shankaracharya in Varanasi. So they don't believe in personality. They believe that energy is responsible for the entire world. But Mahaprabhu was very merciful. And thus it is told there, when they saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they spoke to him, they immediately were able to realize within their hearts, oh, this person is a supreme personality of Godhead. And actually the absolute truth is a person, not impersonal effulgence. So this understanding was made possible by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was very much pleased with their austerities and humility. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu created a situation in which they had to offer respects to him and because they were very, very austere also. So that is why Krishna tells this knowledge of Bhagavad Gita should not be given to a person who is not austere or devoted. So austerities, tapasya is very important for getting spiritual knowledge. That is why we should be very, very firm in following the four regulative principles. No meat eating, no intoxication, no gambling and no illicit sex. And these things we can execute properly only if we live in the association of devotees. Otherwise, on our own, in this effect of Kali Yuga, it is very contaminating age. It is very, very difficult. And if we are not austere, we are not trying to avoid sense enjoyment, then it will not be possible to understand Krishna. So those who are not devoted and those who are not austere. Now, apart from austerity, a person needs to engage in devotional service as well. Both things are required, austerity and devotion. So a person should not eat poison. That is sense enjoyment should not be done. At the same time, medicine should be taken. So thus it is told when uh, Jambavan was fighting with Krishna. So he underwent a lot of devotional service and austerity in the form of receiving the blows from Krishna. His entire body was paining. It was a very long fight. And Krishna also enjoys fighting because we have tendency to fight. This is coming from God. So Krishna sometimes engages in such mock fights with his devotees. So Jambavan, he fought with Krishna. He was not able to realize Krishna. But then after many, many days of fighting, when Krishna was satisfied, his body was completely broken and paining. Krishna became satisfied with his devotee. Oh, so much effort he has put in my service. And then immediately he was able to understand, oh, he is my Lord, Ramchandra, my worshipable Lord. He has come. So thus nothing is by chance. If we have to understand the science of God, we have to please the Supreme Personality who is sitting within our heart. And he can be pleased by following the austerities very, very nicely. We should be very much afraid of sense enjoyment. This sense enjoyment makes us forgetful of reality. And then Krishna also gives such remembrance so that we can indulge more and more in sense enjoyment. Very dangerous. So Krishna will give remembrance because we have had so many desires from previous lives. I should reject and pray to Krishna. Krishna, please don't give me such remembrance of material enjoyment. I should be very, very afraid of material enjoyment. And at the same time, I should try to work very hard. When Krishna sees that the devotee is sweating very much in my seva, devotee is sacrificing, so we should sacrifice for Krishna. Our time, our energy, 
why we are holding so much of our energy why we are wasting it here and there we just have to spend it for krishna from all the vedas ultimately krishna has to be known he is the purpose of all endeavors in life so thus let us use utilize our energy utilize our money our resources for krishna and when krishna sees the living entity has genuinely done sacrifice for me then he gives all the knowledge from within the heart so uh, the process for kali yuga is very simple engagement in the loving service of krishna which begins by chanting his names very nicely otherwise there is no other hope by our sincere chanting of the holy names and our sacrifices hard works in the service of krishna at the same time avoiding material enjoyment austerities will please krishna seated within the heart and because he is the source of all knowledge forgetfulness and remembrance he will give give us remembrance of our loving relationship with krishna just like a family members remembers his family after uh, he is recovered from forgetfulness or alzheimers and immediately feels tremendous love so krishna gives remembrance devotee feels tremendous love for krishna he gets all the knowledge about his relationship and he gets perfect knowledge about this material world also and he becomes forgetful of all the material enjoyment so in order to derive the right smriti of krishna right knowledge of krishna and forgetfulness of material enjoyment we should try to engage in devotional service of krishna and we will be able to do it when we live in the association of devotees so uh, all these verses are very powerful we should be very glad krishna is sitting within our heart so prabhupada tells just we have to learn to treat him in a very friendly manner always we just have to somehow or other keep thinking of krishna within the heart and that also is possible when krishna is pleased everything depends upon pleasure of krishna so whatever energy we have got just like we offer water to ganges ganges does not increase that water we have taken from ganges only so everything krishna has given us we are living because of krishna seeing because of krishna we are earning because of krishna we are getting knowledge because of krishna so all our strength all our intellectual capacity all our financial capacity any capacity should be used for krishna there is a purpose of all the vedic education and then when krishna is pleased our life is successful so with this we will end and we'll uh, try to conclude this 15th chapter in the next session and very very important knowledge krishna is going to reveal towards the end so please don't miss the next session now we will chant hari krishna mahamantra which is the prime source of all spiritual advancement in this age so this process is very powerful please do not take it lightly if you are not able to absorb ourselves in chanting of the holy name of krishna then spiritual life will be tough for us and of course such absorption needs again austerities we have to follow four regulative principles nicely and again pleasure of krishna when krishna is pleased he gives concentration upon the holy name and manifests himself within our heart so we should be very very eager when will i be able to absorb myself in the holy name so one should not be very very eager this eagerness is an uh, beg your pardon not eagerness haste sometimes we want to finish the rounds rather most of the times or oh, somehow 16 rounds has been told to us let me finish now no very carefully and very respectfully how shall we receive radha krishna if they have personally come personally radha rani and krishna individual personalities we have to receive both of them in a similar fashion each and every holy name should not be missed should be properly received so the sound is not different from krishna so this should be our attempt prabhupada tells just chant and hear each and every word very nicely and welcome with great love hare then krishna 
then Hare, then Krishna. Does not matter, it is taking more time. But Krishna will be pleased by such chanting. Otherwise, if you try to hurry up and we are not chanting properly, we see many devotees after many years also, they are not chanting 16 words also. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Ram, Ram, Hare Hare. Some Hare Hare is going away, Hare Krishna is going away. So all 16 words, each and every word during all the rounds, whatever we are chanting, we should try to hear welcome with great attention and love. So it is very simple. Rupa Goswami tells the pleasure in chanting can be awakened simply by Adarad Anudinam Khalusaiva Jushta Swadvikramad Bhavati Tadgadamul Hantri. So simply by attentive and regular chanting, respectful chanting, Adarad, if we are respectful, we are attentive and we are regular in chanting. Then Swadvikramad, that is so wonderful, Bhakti Vinodhaku tells, simply by attentive chanting, respectful chanting, regular chanting, taste is awakened. Yes. So please do not uh, try to make shortcuts in this chanting process. And unless we are able to absorb ourselves in the holy name, our every other process will not be effective. Hearing is the foundation of everything. Hearing with rapt attention. Then our deity worship will be effective. Then our uh, preaching will be effective. Then engaging physical senses in the service of Krishna will be effective then spiritual life will not be hackneyed. So please do not neglect this thing. Just try to do it with great meditation, with great concentration. Thus, we recommend devotees to do it in the early morning. So if we have to perform sincere spiritual life, we have to get up early in the morning, 4 o'clock, and finish all the rounds early in the morning. This is very, very important. When there is no disturbance, with great concentration, when the world is peaceful, when Maya is less powerful, it is sattvic in nature, continuously without any disturbance, we should try to hear each and every name. So now we'll be chanting this Hare Krishna Mahamantra. And after this chanting, we'll be taking up 